Welcome to Character Crunch episode 92, brought to you in part by the Dayspace Podcast Network. My name is David Moore. This show was originally recorded on a radio station that does not exist. I feel like I'm doing episode one again. What's going on, Jeff Daly, my co-host? Hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm electrical engineer by day. Jeff Daly by night. Jeff Daly by night. I'm I'm so glad you like that intro. Hey! (laughs) I have a Star Wars shirt on, too. Star Wars. I need to get a Star Wars polo so I can wear it to work. I really want, like, a Star Wars... I really want, like... At some point, I was at Target and saw those Star Wars, like, Stormtrooper jackets. Mm -hmm. I'm like, God, I really should have just bought one. Like, (laughs) you know, they're, like, $70, but, like, part of me is just like... I would quite enjoy having a stormtrooper jacket. But do you know what else I quite enjoy? Not having seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, Jeff. Exactly. The do problem. you know how many amiibos you could get for that price? <laughs> uh, one rare one. <laughs> I, I, that's how many amiibos I have. Somebody, somebody commented on my uh, Wolf Link amiibo unboxing mm-hmm. on YouTube, and they're like. All of us have an amiibo problem. I go, you don't have an amiibo problem like me. And they're like, oh, I'm sure I do. I go, I have over a 70 amiibo now. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, great. Thanks. Thanks, Internet. And then I look at the Animal Crossing ones, and they're, like, they're just becoming even cheaper by the day. Like, some of them you can get for, like, five bucks some days on Amazon. It's like... Uh, don't. I don't need them. There's no reason to add the Animal Crossing. Even I'm like, hey, I'll just buy the ones I know who they are, right? Yeah, okay. And, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. That- <laughs> you know all of those amiibos you have? Yeah, I know all. Yeah, you, you probably do. They're all pretty, they're all pretty there. Uh, there's, not, there's not a single character up there that I don't have some sort of attachment to. Except for maybe Chibi Robo, but that's because I didn't play very much of the GameCube one, but I played a little bit of it. And, mm, and Chibi Robo. To be fair, there's not very many Chibi Robo things to play, so therefore I don't feel that guilty about that. Like, there's not much, like, you know, there's not a bunch of source material that I'm missing out on. There's, you know, a GameCube game, a DS game, a regular DS game, and, like, maybe one other one. Mm-hmm. And, the, and a 3DS horrible game. That's a generic 2D platformer because every, every Nintendo game can and has the potential to be a generic 2D platformer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, th- I think anything becomes a generic 2D platformer one time or another in Nintendo's lifespan. What about, is there a generic 2D platformer of Legend of Zelda? Yeah, it's called Legend of Zelda 2. Oh god, that one! No, no, that's not generic. That's horrible. <laughs> um, to, to, to be fair, it does become a side-scrolling uh, platformer, kinda. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, maybe, it's maybe maybe a two D side scroller more than less than not a platformer, but mm-hmm. and it still does have a three D world map. It, well, a two D a two D flat exploratory three D map. Meaning mm-hmm. you, can, you can go around it in every direction except for in the third dimension. Yeah, but that was common in those times. Yeah, and, and for some people, people look down on that game. I like that game. I actually have it on the virtual console. I don't hate it. Not yet. No, 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 no. Okay, that game. That, I, I, my 
my neighbor in my old apartment building, um, he's a pretty cool dude, and he's he. I'm like, I got it. He's like, oh man, that game is so good, but it's really really hard. And he came over and he's like, all right, you got to do this. I'm like, I can't do this. I got <laughs> I got a little bit into it, but I'm like, this is this is quite a challenge. Uh, yeah. And with without nostalgia to to you know fill my love for that game, like I can't I can't play through that. <sighs> Jeff, what have you been playing this week? Um, that's a good question. I I've been busy pretty much this week. Well, when I have free time, I was playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate. All right, tell me uh, about Assassin's Creed Syndicate. It's 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 a, it's a big whomping game. I am it's worth my money. <laughs> I always like Assassin's Creed. I'm biased towards them, though, because I always, every time they come out with a new one, I've basically bought every single one of them. It's it's your Call of Duty. Yeah, but I think it's. I mean, I'm I play a game for the storyline, and that's what Assassin's Creed has. Call of Duty is the exact opposite. Do you care about Far Cry Primal? Ah, thinking about getting it. People are loving it. Uh, Rob says it. They shouldn't have called it Far Cry. They should have just called it something else. Yeah, and, but and, it's and, still a derivative and, of the same engine and everything, so it should be Far Cry Primal. Yeah, I I agree with you, but I'm like, well, then what should they have called it? And he's like, Primal. <laughs> like, no, it's still the same generic, the generic formula Far Cry. Where like, there's this guy, and then there's this crazy, really crazy villain who's really crazy who's insanely crazy and you have to kill him because he's way too crazy <laughs> insanely crazy way too crazy is officially the show title I mean yeah uh, let me write that down yeah write it down and maybe we should put Far Cry in the title maybe people will click on it <laughs> okay and maybe better yet, Far Cry Primal, Character Crunch, Episode 92, Way Too Crazy. Insanely crazy, way too crazy. <laughs> I, it, honestly, I don't care about Far Cry at all. Like, I've never, I've never gotten into a Far Cry. I played a little bit of Far Cry 3. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game just looks interesting to me, just because, like, those animals look incredible. Mm-hmm. And just the style of that game. And I'm like... Part of me wants to get it. Other other big uh, PS4 slash PC gaming news. Uh, our big tease about from like three years ago now, uh, No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah, uh, I remember that. Got a confirmed release date for six something of this year. We can pre-order it now. And it's way too delayed. <laughs> No, because they never really said when it was coming out. June 21st. June 21st, 2016. Are you getting it for my birthday, Dave? Please say uh, <laughs> Did you say please say yes? Yeah. Um, well, considering it's a $60 game, which people are freaking out about, I go, who cares if it's an indie game? They can sell it for $60. They're freaking out because it's being priced for $60. Yeah, they're being freak they're freaking out cuz they're like it's an indie game, it should cost $20. Yeah, but it's worth if it's worth $60, it's worth $60. It right. depends I on the content in it. I don't yeah, I don't understand this argument online. They're like it's an indie game. It was made by like three people, which it was, but it had the budget and I mean they've been working on it for years. Yeah. Right. Therefore, guess what it should be? 
whatever they want it to be there for. If they wanted it to be 80, they can sell it for 80. The price of the game should be like proportional to how much time was spent on it. Yeah. And not who developed it, how much it costs them to make it. Exactly. (laughs) And what they think. And and then personally, what they think it's valued at. I mean, I mean, to be fair, like let's, I mean that what's stupid. Oh, I always forget the name of this game until it's the Mega Man clone that keeps getting delayed. And then I always forget about it because I didn't have anything to say in it. And it's been delayed for like three years. Well, yeah. Uh, Mighty number nine. Yeah. I'm like, think about something else, Dave. And I was like, Pokemon. And then I kept going. <laughs> mega number nine. Mighty mega number Mega number nine. I wish it was Mega, mega number nine. <laughs> uh, Mighty number nine has been being worked on for four years, and they're selling it still for $20. It's going to be a $20 game when it releases. And that's because that's what it's worth to them. I mean, that's, that's how much they price it out, too, at the beginning. They can't just raise the price. Right, they. I mean, yeah, exactly. It got it got funding, therefore, and they said this is what it's going to cost, and that's what it costs. No Man's Sky never got an announcement price. I assumed it was a sixty dollars game, like every yeah, other the way game. it looked and everything. It looked like a sixty dollars game. Yeah, and so that game, Jeff. I don't know how much you've been following that game. Have you been following that at all, No Man's Sky? Not recently. I know I followed it a little bit. I wasn't. I, I looked at the premise and it looks cool and everything, but just. I'm interested in the story, and that just seemed like, oh, here, you're here on this world. Okay, go explore, which seems pretty cool. Everybody gets dropped into their own unique planet yeah, and says, here you go, go. And everybody's just random, and they said that 99% of the game will never, ever, no matter how many people are playing it, will ever see it because everything's random. It's randomly generated. Oh yeah. So all the all the animals, all the plants, all the everything is randomly generated based on a bunch of equations, and there's mm-hmm. billions upon billions of planets, and you just it's there's no. They said there's no story, but everybody's going to try to make their way to the center of the universe for some reason. I'm like I don't understand why, because honestly, I'm just going to keep exploring. Because God, you know. I'm playing. I'm playing Ocarina of Time just a little bit, like in my free time, like when I'm bored. Yeah. And like part of that to me, as much as like there is a goal to get through the dungeons and stuff, like most yeah. of the fun that I have playing that game is exploring. It's the same reason I like Majora's Mask. Uh, yeah, it's like fun exploring, but I like getting everything. I know you're a completionist. Yeah, You'll never. You, you can only only explore so much. I I that's what everybody's worried about. I go I. I don't care. This sounds like fun to me. And I feel like $60 to just explore random planets seems like a great, a great expenditure. Now I'm going to assume that at the center of the universe, there's probably like a, a habited planet or there's something really cool in the center of it or something that make people go to it, which is what, what most people do besides, you know, weird people like, you know, Dave. We just want to explore random planets. They said if you find new species, you get to name that species. So if somebody else stumbles upon, if somebody, oh, I, you're you're exactly what everybody else is saying. Jeff is like, oh man, we can't trust people with that. Like, no, we can't. They're gonna ruin this game for everybody. Oh man, they're gonna name some really inappropriate names. If somebody else stumbles upon the same aliens. That's this. It'll be the same. That's so cool to me, though. Mm-hmm. Part of me is like, God, I, I, I don't want any purpose in this game other than to explore. 
Yeah, but it'll get boring after a while if you just explore. Might as well yeah, go but, to the center. But so does every game. It gets boring after a while. I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, think about it. You've only been playing Rock Band slash Guitar Hero for 15 years. You're going to have to get bored of it some way or another. <laughs> yeah, when it doesn't work and it's a bad game. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, like the most recent one. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so, everybody on the Internet's hating on this game so much right now. And, like, I, I was just fed up today when I'm like, oh, man, I can install the exports for Rock Band 1 and 2, right? Mm-hmm. And if you saw, and you were here, I had the problem with the stupid credit card because of the stupid PS4. Um, but I fixed that, right? Why do they even list the Rock Band 2 export when you click on it, right? Yeah. And it says, no item found. What? <laughs> what? What does That's that great. mean? What, is, what does that mean? Like, what? You're telling me that there's like, and, and basically this is like half the DLC, right? Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that half the half the things that were submitted to the PlayStation Store, right? Yeah. Have nothing associated with the files, considering they had to re-upload the files to be re-downloaded because, mm-hmm. because Sony changed the way their store format works. Right? I don't know why they changed it for PS3. Why are they shutting down the PP, PSP Store today when you can still install things from the PS3 onto your PSP. So you can still get things from the PSP store on your PS3, but you can't know, as of like two weeks from now, you can't do it on your PSP. I don't know. What, what kind of convoluted nonsense is that? <laughs> I, I, it, my biggest fear with this stuff, Jeff, is like, like 30 years from now, right? Like, I can still pull out an NES and play whatever game I want. Yeah. As long as I can find a decently treated cartridge, right? Yeah. The game still works. What happens to all these download games and all this add-on content? Like, does it just fall into the abyss? I don't know. That's why I just buy the CDs. I know, but you even buy the CDs, and then you buy, but then they need day one patches. What happens to those patches? Like, Rock Band doesn't even start without the patch. You can't play it. Well, they have to still support the patches. Do you think they will? I mean, if they don't have servers for them, you could just probably download them from uh, the internet and put it on a flash drive and just update it from your flash drive to your PS3. Yeah, as long as we continue using flash drives. I mean, flash drives, lightning cables, like some sort of hologram projected files, whatever. (laughs) All right, you have much more faith than I do. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of. I mean, they, they can't just stop supporting stuff like that. And even well, if they well, do, no matter what, somebody out there is going to have the patch available that you could download. Nintendo is releasing their Nintendo Selects, like they always do every couple of years, like yeah. whenever they decide to. <laughs> um, and one of those selects is Animal Crossing City Folk for the Wii, right? Uh huh. Now, here's the problem with Animal Crossing City Folk for the Wii. That game relies on the Nintendo Wi-Fi network, right? Yeah. That service no longer exists. Nintendo shut that down like two years ago. (laughs) So uh, every online feature of Animal Crossing City Folk isn't just going to, it's just going to not work anymore. Better yet, yet, better yet, they're going to repackage and release new discs of this game for $20. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I'm confused. 
I, I'm, uh, I'll take my Animal Crossings on my my uh, Nintendo DSs and stuff. Those will still work no matter what. Yeah, I I don't know. It just it's just bizarre to me that like things like that are just gonna just slowly start appearing. And I'm like, what I about really those like games that you uh, buy that are only online, and the second they shut it down the servers, you can never play the game again. But you can still get a GameStop or the exchange, and you can buy the game. Yeah, it'll never work ever. I don't, I don't understand it either. For I don't. Forty cents, you'll have a disc that does nothing. Yeah, because it, it, without the servers, I, I, I almost just want somebody to make a way for us to create our own servers within our homes, right? So, like, if there's a bunch of old games that I like to play that require an online connection, like an MMO, right? Mm-hmm. I can get everything that the server did have and mm-hmm. connect to my own individual home personal server. Is this crazy? Is this crazy? No, no, there, there are games that already do that. Like Minecraft, you can host your own server. And as long as you have a computer, you can have a server open that anybody else can join or uh, leave. There's the Battlefield right. 4. You can run servers. You can have servers there. You can create your own servers. Okay. So it's just a matter of people implementing it. It means if people scream loud enough about making a game compatible... But they, no, there's not going to be enough people following a game later in life for there to be a server big enough to host a bunch of people. I just, I, I, it makes me wonder, worry, like things like Splatoon, which are games that I love already, right? Yeah. Like just, well, let's just get, later, the server is going to be down. You can only play single player. Right, which is good that Splatoon has a single player, right? <laughs> and looking at the history of Nintendo, it's going to happen sooner rather than later. Uh, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if Splatoon is shutting down anytime soon. What worries Nintendo is- shuts down servers faster than Sony or Microsoft, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I still think we've got a few years. But what would suck, Jeff, is they released Splatoon 2, right, for whatever the next Nintendo console, right? Yeah. And Splatoon 2 is a piece of garbage. You know, like, they like, make it a piece of garbage. Uh, why do people hate Brawl? I don't hate Brawl, but people hate Brawl. It's Most the worst. People ma- don't hate Brawl. Uh, everybody who won for GameCube. No, Melee, Melee is for GameCube. Brawl is the Wii one. Wii one. I don't find. I don't know any people that hate Brawl. Brawl's great. I I think so too. But everybody says it's too floaty. Uh, uh, who's everyone, Dave? Competitive Smash Brothers players. I find that art. Find that. See the approval rating. I still haven't played Smash for this on my new 3DS. Am I missing out? What? You're I haven't, still, you haven't played what? Smash for this on my new 3DS. You have? Do you have the game? Yeah, I yeah I bought the game on launch day, and then I skipped the class. I told this story on here on this show. But you never played it. <laughs> No, I played it a lot. I skipped class to play it. The, the one for, yeah, so what What do you mean what you're missing for the new 3DS? It's the same I, game. I haven't played it on the new one yet, though. Like It's, it's the same game. I know, but it loads faster and has a C-stick. <laughs> it's nothing different. I, I don't know. even use a C-stick. I try not to use the C-stick. You know what I was thinking about, Jeff? What? On the, uh, just 
Majora's Mask, right? For mm-hmm. the 3DS, lets you like turn the camera with the C stick. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you couldn't even turn the camera on the N64. <laughs> like what? Yeah, you could with the C stick. <laughs> what C stick? The C buttons, up, down, left, right. You can those, those. Those activated your weapons. Those were your weapon buttons. And Navi and your arrows and your ocarina. Uh, you could turn oh, yeah. the camera. So you could turn the camera with the Z button. Yeah, with the Z button. Yeah, it was a Z oh, button. I haven't played it for the N64 in a while. Uh, you played Majora's Mask with 3DS, though, and I found it quite, like, they improved a lot on it. Did you play Ocarina of Time? Yeah, of course. On a 3DS? Yes, of course. Okay. That's also a Nintendo Select. Coming out for $20, just to break my heart, because I bought it a couple months ago, and I paid 40 for it. And if... Why does Nintendo do things like this? Because they know you already bought the game. I know. They're like, oh, Dave bought it. We can, we can, we can just charge whatever we want for it now. Mm-hmm. In non-video game news, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, The Force Awakens mm-hmm. releases on Blu-ray on April first, as well as digital on April fifth, two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. Can you wait? I can wait. Are you, are you excited for the for the like the fan theories to go mad with like the frame by frame analysis of like every single shot? Uh, I, no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I am it's like those people who over criticize an English authors like. Like authors like critical acclaimed novel. They have you. You remember English class where like any. It's it's basically any English class where like. So what did they mean behind these wordings? Well, maybe he just meant what he typed. <laughs> ne- never have I any typed up any work of English like papers or essays where I was like, but I should really convey what I mean behind these words. Like, I'm sure some authors do, because some authors are way more clever and smarter than I am. (laughs) But some of them probably meant what they typed up. What do you think? English teachers refuse to believe it. I And that's what I think about movies, where they do frame by frame. I, I, part of me wants to agree with you, and then part of me wants to say, like, but there is something to, like, the detail and attention to detail. And I think, like, Directors like J.J. Abrams, right? Like, don't just put things in there for no reason. But there, but there's also the stupid things of people who come out saying Jar Jar Binks is the real dark master because of all this proof in all the films. Right, but like those are fun. Like the Pokemon theory that Ash is dead and has been in a coma the entirety of the he's show. Not dead, he's in a coma. You can't be dead and in a coma at the same time. All right, he's in a coma. He got electrocuted by Pikachu in the very first episode and has been in a coma since, which is why he can never win the Pokemon League, because then he'd wake up and realize he's not in the Pokemon League eventually. No, 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 no. Ash never wins. Ever. He loses loses horribly every single time. (laughs) He doesn't even get close. Most, Most times it's not even a battle. It's not even like I watched the first movie because I bought the Steelbox Blu-ray collection set. 
Yeah. People, people are loving when we talk about Pokemon, meaning uh, Greeny and Seth. It's their favorite thing for us to talk about. Um, <laughs> I bought that and I watched the first movie and then it's like that epic battle in the first, like the first thing I'm like, I like rewatched the anime like a couple months ago and like Ash never battles like this, like ever. And he only catched like eight Pokemon total in like 20 years. <laughs> no, uh, Ash has captured a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, but he doesn't catch a lot relative to the amount that there are. Like in the first season, Jeff, which is like the first like 80 episodes almost, he has he has a Pidgeotto, he has a Caterpie that turns into a Butterfree, his Pikachu, he and he has the free uh, three starters. And muck. And that's it. That is the entirety of every Pokemon yeah. he has that entire season. It looks like he's had 48 Pokemon. Okay, and uh, let me put this into perspective. There are 721 Pokemon. And most of his, I mean, even if we count the evolutions, he's still only got like 60, because most of them don't ever evolve. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? I just looked this up. Do you know why his last name is Ketchum? Ketchum, Ketchum, gotta catch them all. Gotta yeah, catch I them didn't all. Know that was a pun. <laughs> I didn't know that was a pun until I read this. <laughs> wow, I feel stupid. <laughs> I'm so glad that like there's still revelations that you can have about like something <laughs> twenty years old. <laughs> I mean, oh, he's never won the Pokemon League, but he's gotten a bunch of badges everywhere. Like, yeah. he's he's better than most Pokemon trainers. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he's got pretty much all eight badges for almost every region, including one that doesn't exist in the games. <laughs> he, he, beca- he got in the temp top four of the Pokemon League and Lily of the Valley Conference. Yeah, he, he, he always goes to the League. <laughs> <laughs> he just never wins. Or he Charizard, won the, he won the the Orange League. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, hold on. You're telling me he won in the second season, like got and and became the Pokemon champion in the Orange League, which is yeah. a region or a region that doesn't exist in the games. He he be, he became the champion of the Orange League, and he got the winner's trophy. What? Well, the, the winner's trophy is awarded only to Pokemon trainers skilled enough to defeat the Orange Crew Supreme Gym Leader, in addition to all four gym leaders in the Orange Crew. Well, good for you, Ash. You got the winner's trophy for the only <laughs> region that doesn't actually exist in the Pokemon Canon. It's not real, it doesn't exist. There's no game. The islands, the, that's the one where they're going around on Lapras surfing the islands. Like, it's the one that happens between, like, season one and three. Yeah. And it's, like, these weird, like, puzzle-based gyms where, like, it's not about battling. It's, like, shooting, like, shells out of the sky with water gun with Squirtle. Like, that's the plot of the show. But he won. He won it. He All won right. a league, Dave. I, I revert back to and and take back everything I said on the Ash Ketchum episode, <laughs> which is probably episode like twenty two of this show. 
for 75 episodes later, I'll redact on everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. That's ridiculous. <laughs> he's a he's an amazing trainer. He he got badges and the champion in a league that doesn't exist. And if you count Red, Red has gotten every championship known to man in every single game. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah and no. You fight Red a lot in most regions, but he's not always the champion. Well, Red is the main character that you always play. No, 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 no. You play whoever the version of which game you are playing. So if you, if, except for, except basically each each generation has its own its own continuity oh. except for silver which is the exception where you do play as a new a new version of of silver slash gold and then you go fight red at the end because red is the pokemon champion and then you continue going as whatever become become ruby and then yeah. you play yeah it's you're playing whoever the version you are, and Red is an actual canon character who like shows up and like one of the best epis- epic battles in Black and White is fighting Red. Because yeah, he, he shows up in this like championship battle. He's still got Charizard. It's awesome. You, you play him. He's the main character in Red, Green, Blue, and Yellow. Yeah, you play as Red in in the first original and the remakes of the original. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And 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 if you read the if you read oh my god Greeny's like are you guys going to talk about Pokemon again because if you guys talk about Pokemon again I'm not listening <laughs> okay well wait, let's let's go on <laughs> all right read read the manga it's really good too it has lots of other characters all right that's all I'm going to say yeah he's uh, actually actually for actually for adults you might like the manga it's a little bit different mm-hmm. so Nintendo Direct all right. We talked about some of this, like Splatoon getting continuous support for balance updates. Mm-hmm. First, let me just say this, is that Nintendo is doing an amazing job of continuing supporting games for a console that nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. I love the Wii U. I, I think the Wii U is my second favorite console ever below the PS2. Okay. You like it better than the Wii? Yeah, because the most of the games I liked on the Wii, I can play on my Wii U. And yeah. if I if I can put the Wii discs in and play them, right? It's the same it's the same argument for the for the um for the PS2 is like I love the PS1 era. Like Spyro the Dragon and Crash Bandicoot should just win that entire era for me. But they don't because I can play those games as well as Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper, Regin and Clank, right? Mm-hmm. So on top of those amazing games, I can still play all the old ones. Therefore, the PS2 becomes even better. One, it's the best DVD player ever made. Second, it's got the best games ever. You can't consider the best games like the previous generation's best games. Like I wouldn't consider Crash Bandicoot one of the best games of PS2. No, it, oh, oh no 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 don't 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 mix these the PS2 crash games are all terrible. Exactly. Except maybe Twin Sanity, which is passable, but not for, by, not very well. <laughs> like it's not a very good game. No. 
Uh, no, I haven't played my Wii U at all. I know you didn't. You didn't get the enjoyment that I did. And and at some point, Jeff, you and I need to play Smash Brothers Wii U online together. I, I beat that. I, I got all the characters and stuff for that. All the stuff for that. Oh, so you played it? Yeah, of course. Did you get the DLC? No, I'm not going to spend three thousand dollars on <laughs> one character. <laughs> that Smash DLC is too much. I mean, it's understandable why it's so much money. I, 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 I mean, we talked about this a little bit the other day, and I, I understand why it costs so much. But then I look at like the Mario Kart DLC again, and I'm like, and why was that so cheap? Because I felt like I ripped Nintendo off when they gave me half a game for twelve dollars on top of Mario Kart, mm-hmm. and it's like. I'm really confused. And then and then Hyrule Warriors even, where like I paid what, twenty dollars for the season pass and got like basically two hundred more hours of content on top of the like hundred and eighty billion hours that came with the game. Yeah, but then you have to look at how much it costs to make one character in Smash. And then they probably had to work out licensing for like a uh, cloud and bayonetta and stuff. That probably costs money. And then you have to figure out, like, they had to develop all new moves for everybody, which different hitboxes and everything. Except for, like, characters like Lucas, who they just took from Brawl. Yeah, and they still market it at, what, 4 or $5? Yeah, it's the same price. It costs the same money to buy Lucas as it does to buy Cloud. And that- No, no, God, Cloud is, like, $2 more than Lucas. Oh. Well, then I take back everything I just said. <laughs> if, if move sets cost two dollars that's okay that makes sense yeah yeah no i know that one i was looking at that i was like oh lucas isn't that expensive yeah but i don't really want lucas i have his amiibo because i like lucas but you don't want him i don't need the character i i i rather spend four more dollars on the amiibo and have the amiibo than buy the game or buy the buy the dlc character yeah, Lucas is five dollars and Cloud is seven dollars. All right. Um, you can tell which ones they had to spend licensing on. Could Bayonetta, Cloud, and Ryu are each seven dollars, and Corn is six dollars because he's a new character, but he he is Nintendo Universe. Well, so is, is so, like, is Bay- so is Bayonetta now, arguably. <laughs> yeah, but all of the older characters that are already pre-made are five dollars, and then. Corn is six dollars, and anything that they had to like probably pay for licensing is seven dollars. You know what? Another reason is that I haven't bought all this stuff. Right, is I can't figure out like how to buy the packs and not double purchase things. <laughs> like, like, because like you can buy all those me costumes, and I love the me's. Like the me fighters are some of my favorite things about that game. Yeah, right. And so I would gladly pay what like. 60 something cents a costume but i want all the costumes and i'll pay whatever that is but i can't figure out which boxes to check to only get to get everything but not purchase things twice just get the me fighter costume bundled number six and it comes with all them for seven dollars right but then there's like the bundle there's like a bundle five and bundle five with the 3ds and like you're like i don't i don't understand i I, maybe don't get bundle five (laughs) you just come look at it with me and if you get the me costume fighter costume bundle number six, it comes with all the costumes, even the previous ones. Yeah, 
Wow, that's weird. So confused. Why are you confused? Because there's bundle there's bundles one through six, and you're telling me that I can just buy bundle six. Yeah, you can. Uh, bundles, the previous bundles don't contain like the new costumes. It's like every time it looks like a new costume is released, they come out with a bundle. That seems crazy. That's like that's like them saying, Jeff, you want this what new weapon in Call of Duty? Well, it's $8, right? Yeah. And then they go, well, here's another weapon for Call of Duty, right? Yeah. And it costs $8. But if you buy the second one, you get the other one too. Yeah. That's exactly what you're telling me. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. That's the price of the bundles adds up to the price of the uh, the costumes anyway. So you're not losing any money. So it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter at all. It's just the bundles make it really easy to purchase them. Because hmm. then you just spend money towards uh, them. Nintendo never tells me if I purchased anything. Like, there's no like purchase history. Like at all yeah, of, of any kind and like I would I would just buy those six bundles right like I would just hit the buy button and buy all of them except then like the individual ones that aren't included in those bundles I don't feel like they would tell me so I feel like I'd be like so confused and not know what I bought and I just I want it all and I want it all in a big nice package I want like because it's all over and all mm-hmm. the DLCs out I just want them to click a big button that says all smash for this DLC, $60. <laughs> and I, I would, and I would hit buy. Like I would just buy it. I don't care. It looks like I lied about those bundles. I didn't realize there were bunches of pages of these bundles. <laughs> oh, now you're getting confused. I told you it's no, it's, no. Each bundle has different costumes in it. So every bundle has the different, different costumes all together in it. So there are, but are there just six bundles? Yeah. Okay, and then how many are there, or or how much are they for the 3DS and Wii U? Because I own both games, and I might as well on the bundle. All right, on average, like eight dollars. Uh, man, seven dollars. It goes from seven dollars to two dollars to eight dollars to nine dollars. Right. See, that's why I'm getting confused. I'm like, what are these little two dollar bundles? Are those the same? Are those the two dollar bundles? Are just smaller numbers of bundles. It's just whatever they release, like it, within a time period, they bundle together and sell for like a little bit cheap, like cheaper like price. Like cents, difference. But it's, I don't know. It's 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 like if, if Lego Marvel superheroes was to say every single character is available as a DLC character. They're all sixty cents, but you can buy these random bundles, mm-hmm. and you can get all these characters. It's like this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Because there's hundreds of hundreds of characters to play in Marvel Lego superheroes, mm-hmm. and it's like there's probably a hundred me costumes at this point, and it's just like how do you keep track of this? It's 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 the worrisome thing that is like Street Fighter Five to me, right? Mm-hmm. Street Fighter's cool, and I'm so glad that game's out for people who like Street Fighter, but like there's nothing in that game. So at some point, that game becomes really confusing of what I need to buy and what I don't because every 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 feature and every character has to be bought individually. You actually have to plan out which bundles and stuff to buy. <laughs> like you have to like write it all out and everything, make sure you're getting everything and not double buying stuff. I mean, I like- I have friends who like organize spreadsheets for amiibo collecting, right? <laughs> like I need one of them to write me a spreadsheet for Smash Brothers DLC. 
Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe I mean, maybe Nintendo has one. Maybe one of our listeners has one. Email at thecharactercards at gmail.com. I'd be You're thrilled. You'd be spending a bunch of money on everything, though. I don't... That's not even a big issue at this point. Like, now that it's all released and, like, I know there's not more, like, I've put enough money into that game. We're I bought come it. out with more. No, they're not. They said they're done. This is it. This is the this is the end of the Smash DLC with with Bayonetta and Corinth. That's it. End of end of DLC. We're moving on to something else, and that's good. Like at some point, you should draw a line and say, "We're done supporting this game. We need to go make something else." Right. The fact mm-hmm. that they're still supporting Splatoon is amazing, but. At some point, I do want them to start working on Splatoon 2. <laughs> like, and I want it to be the same people. Like, I don't want the same people to be stuck balancing Splatoon 1 until Splatoon 2 comes out. Like, that's, that's absurd and insane. Jeffy there. Your microphone's um, cutting out like a crazy person. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Uh, all, 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 I w- all I was saying is that I don't want the, the people working on Splatoon 1 to balance it. I don't want them working on that game until the point Splatoon 2 comes out. Like, I don't, I don't want them, I don't want a, a completely different team to go work on a different game. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, with the larger games, if you get into a game, you play it long enough. I mean, they should still support the old game while having the new game. They should just—they shouldn't just stop. No, I—I I, I, an old game altogether. I agree with you. I—I I, at some point, I still think they need to draw a line and say we're going to keep the game up and keep it running for those who care, but we're not going to continue balancing. <laughs> like this is your balance. This, I mean, at, at some oh, point, shouldn't they just, according to you, shouldn't they just release the new Super Smash Brothers as a DLC to the old one? I well, I'm not saying they should. I think they're going to, and I well, and and part of me thinks they should too because. No, like, I don't think so. I think they should just make it a new game altogether. Uh, I was just quoting you from last week. I want them to make a new game from scratch. The problem with the idea of a new game altogether. Right, Jeff? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I will say that I am okay either way, but I really I would like a new fresh game. The problem is if they make a new game, right, and release a new one from scratch, every bit of work that went into this game, like the absurd amount of characters that are playable, like something gets lost, and then it becomes a, a, a non... It's not as good of a game. Because it's got less characters, it's not as well structured. It no, has- no, no. They've released sm- new smashes every generation, and none of them has had less characters or not as structured. Yeah, but another new games all together, you're not going to lose anything. I think they will, though, Jeff. No, no, they won't. What makes you think that? Because there's like seventy, there's like sixty something playable characters in this game. We lost ice climbers. We lost snake. We yeah, lost. We things. lost. We lost stages. And there's so much in this game. There's so many trophies. So many collectibles. So many game modes. Like. All they have to do is improve on those game modes. They don't need to like write new coding for whole new different things altogether. They can. Well, that's that's thing. that's what I'm saying. I'm saying is improve on the base you have here. That's but what they've every, been doing, but they haven't. 
there's a there's a difference there's a difference between melee brawl and the new one what's they the difference are, new they characters are, no they are running on completely different engines they're completely different games they they're have not running on different engines oh yes they are oh wait, wait. They they have the same physics. They have the same fighting system. It's it's the same engine. It's not the same physics. Oh, Jeff, look this up. I I I guarantee you, if you if you just type in the difference between Smash Brothers versions physics, you're gonna find a bunch of of ridiculous articles about the the, the slight variations of knockback between different characters. That's not different games or physics engines altogether. That's just them tweaking them a little bit. But they're tweaking them across the board, and the, the 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 oh, Jeff, I don't think you've you've dove deep into the competitive Smash era. People who care. <laughs> also, you have to say that tweaking them by just by just that much, they don't have to develop a whole new engine. They just tweak the physics on the existing English. No, that's what I'm saying. I hope they do for this. The NX is coming this Christmas. As much as people want to think it's not, and because they didn't even announce it in this last direct or talk about it, it there's no way it's not coming. I, we don't know what it is, but it's 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 way too close, and, and they've been talking about it for way too long. And they're they're they bump Zelda an entire year for no reason other than probably to develop for this this system, right? Mm-hmm. And so it can be launch. I. If we make a new Smash game from the scratch, like from like the way they have, it's like eight more years before we get another Smash game, and that's how it always is. I don't think that should no, be it's the case. Not eight years in between Smash games. How many years is it between Smash games? I tell me the difference between between Melee and Brawl, and then Brawl to Wii U. Melee came out in two thousand one. All right. Um, uh, Greeny's calling me. Should I allow Greeny to be live on this show? No. <laughs> no. No? Okay, we'll ignore him. You can have it. You can answer it. All right, fine. We'll answer it. Greeny, you're live on Character Crunch, the amazing podcast. Greeny's calling you. You guys need a chat room. <laughs> you know, ask Google... Why we don't have an open chat room to our wonderful live viewers of that include consistently of one viewer, which Greeny, I assume is you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think you guys need a chat room because uh, it would make more of people can chat. You can chat with people that would be more in there so they could you could reverse back and forth, you know, with conversation. You guys should have a chat room. (laughs) Jeff says, you guys should have a chat room because, Jeff, he can't hear you. I just realized. Anyway, thank you for the call, Greeny, and thank you for the support of the Character Crunch podcast. I am working on the chat room, I promise. To all our wonderful live listeners, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday nights on the DaySpace YouTube channel. (laughs) No, no. I just hung up on Greeny. I was like, bye. Smash Brothers, the original one, came out in '99. Okay. Melee came out in 2001. All right. Brawl came out in 2008. So seven seven years between Melee and Brawl. 
But 3DS and Wii U came out in 2014, which was six years. All right, so we're talking at least five years between yeah. for another Smash game. And the problem with that is that no it's one It's already cares. been two years. <laughs> Good point. So we got four years, but but I don't think I think it's I think it's five years from the minute they start developing. And considering they haven't, I mean, as of right now, they've stopped working on Wii U. Five, it's not five years, the minute they start developing. I would assume that the minute a Smash game goes out of development, Sakurai seems to make like one spinoff Kirby game and then continues going on with a Smash, like. So maybe we're talking three years development, and they're not working on Smash NX yet. And if they are, it's it's the a port of the Wii U one for the NX, which is what I think they should do. It's just completely take that foundation. It's in HD. It's not going to need anything. It's going to run better on the better hardware. It'll still run at 60 frames a second. Bring all those stages together from both the Wii U and the 3DS versions and have a, a superior version on the NX. And... I would be happy. At maybe the world wants something different and new, but I would just like I would just like the install base for the game that that should get the install base that it should have. <laughs> no one plays Splatoon. You have a Wii U and you don't even buy games for the Wii U. It's and it's like there's even no good games I want. Even even the people who buy the Wii U, Jeff, like. Fifty percent, over fifty percent of people who own Wii U's own Mario Kart Eight. Now I know that you're in the fifty percent who don't, right? Yeah. But it's 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 incredible that that half of the audience who owns the console owns half the games that exist. Like, what have you ever heard about that? Like, yeah, we all played PS2, and pretty much probably all of us had like a copy of Ratchet and Clank, right? Just to transition us into the Ratchet and Clank movie conversation, but. We didn't even talk about the Nintendo Direct at all. I know. But we did spend a lot of time talking about how much I love Nintendo. And I'm going to spend an entire show on Nintendo Dad's podcast talking about how much great the Direct is. Okay. Um, You can watch that at Nintendo Dad's. At the Nintendo Dad's YouTube channel or at VGTribune.com. Ratchet and Clank. The Ratchet and Clank movie looks pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited, and I'm definitely going to go for it. <laughs> but do you know what it looks to me like? A really like, bad animated movie. No, it doesn't. It looks to me like just like the Spider-Man where they relaunch Spider-Man or anything, and they just have a different storyline for like how the th- same events occurred. That's exactly what the new Ratchet and Clank movie is and the video game. It's basically it's, like, yeah, here's a different storyline that could happen. So, you know... We made it. Our made timelines are becoming so weird and messed up, but we're just going to start from scratch. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows what's going on in Ratchet and Clank anymore, so let's just pretend that it's starting again. But that, that's always bound to happen after you've had so many games in a series. I mean, we could talk about Ghostbusters here too, right? Where their trailer came out. I don't know if you saw it, but it starts with like 30 years later, but it's a reboot, right? Not to only confuse us more. You know, it's it's. There's a fan trailer that cut it where they cut that out too. And what's with these? What's with these gender swapped shows of our old and favorite like (laughs) shows, like Fuller House, uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters Um, is a reboot. It's a different story. It's 
It's not. It's not a yes, continuation. But it's gender swapped. It's a gender swapped regular Ghostbusters. Don't even deny it. I, yeah, but so what? I, I. All right, I, I, I'm going to argue this with you just just for the sake of of good conversation. Fuller House is completely justified because they're continuing the story with with characters, right? It's gender swapped though. It's it, the same it, story it, gender it, swapped. It's it's the same story gender swapped, but they haven't got twins to play the babies. <laughs> yeah, but if they had if they had said DJ you're going to raise a bunch of girls and then a bunch of girls were raising a bunch of girls, like what kind of show would that have become? <laughs> like it would have been fine, but it also wouldn't like it wouldn't appeal to the mass amount of audience that that like the original show did. Right? Like even as a dude, I can fully admit that I enjoyed watching Full House as a boy kid, even though it was a show about a bunch of girls. Right? If they had said we're just going to dominate this entire show with a bunch of girls who do girl things, right? Like got to nightclubs and then the little girls are talking about like makeup and that would have been what the show would have been about. It wouldn't have been a generally balanced show. And I think that would have been a problem. And this is treading on like, you know, somebody's toes, somebody's going to misunderstand what I'm saying, but, and say, I'm saying that, that it's wrong for things to be, air for special like individual genders but i also think that there's a balance where like any dude who wants to like my little pony can like my little pony right full house made sense to continue it with with the girls raising boys and then i assume that if we get fuller house too or even fuller house i don't know the fullest house whatever they want to call it in 30 years from now i assume that Jackson and Ramona will be raising a bunch of girls, you know, like that's just kind of how I would assume that that pattern would continue going. The fullest house. Yeah. The fullest house 30 years from now, <laughs> it'll become even more sexual. Hey, I like it like this. <laughs> <laughs> I quite, I mean, I loved fuller house. I finished the whole season. I, I enjoy it. In the middle of it. It, it. I don't know that if anybody who doesn't have nostalgia for the old show would even care. Um, but I love it, so I don't really care. If Netflix wants to make things like this, did, I, I don't know if anybody saw my tweet, but I said, okay, Netflix, you gave me Fuller House, and I don't want to ask for more stuff, but can I please have fresher prints? Fresher prints? It's going to be gender swap, though. It's going to be the fresh, fresh princess of Bel Air. <laughs> And it's gonna be um it's gonna be Will Smith's kid. Like the girl kid he has, Willow Smith. Oh god. Oh god. No, no, this is terrible. Let's not do this. Um And Jaden Smith's gonna be Carlton. I oh no, god. Wait, wait, it has to be a girl Carlton. Jaden Smith's gonna be uh Caroline. Yeah. I I just wish Ghostbusters would have just been a continuation. Because my issue with, with this is that it's a reboot for the sake of a reboot that is also gender-swapped for no reason. 
Yeah, but but you can. Bill Murray didn't want to do another Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray you can't really have the original Ghostbusters. Two of the four Ghostbusters, one of them's dead and one of them doesn't want to do it. Yeah. I I don't know. I I just hope the Ghostbusters reboot is good. Uh, I reserve judgment until it's out, but I hope the Ratchet and Clank movie is going to be good. I I have such little faith in that movie. Why do you have faith, little faith in it? Because I don't think the trailer is funny. I think the jokes fall flat, even in the trailer. I think it's funny. All right. <laughs> I, 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 I hope it makes a bunch of money. Comes out next month. Next month? I thought it was like two weeks, but... April 29th. I I hope it makes a bunch of money so that that Sly Cooper test footage movie that we got like actually becomes a real thing because Sly Cooper I think has a more potential for a real story. Why wouldn't Ratchet and Clank have potential for a real story? I I don't think Ratchet and Clank doesn't have the potential for a real story. I just feel like they're not going to take advantage of it. Well, uh, based on based on the trailer, I reserve my opinion until it comes out, and I will absolutely see the Regiment Clay movie. I don't care if nobody else wants to go with me, Jeff. You and I can go. Yeah, um, you're more pessimistic than me, Dave. Yeah, I, I I hope I hope I just I just want more video game movies, and I because I want some of them to do well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's the room there's that rumor that 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 Netflix is producing an original Zelda of uh, a legend uh, an original series for the legend of Zelda Zelda of legends, the yeah. Zelda of legends. legends. Uh, yeah. Supposedly that's an actual in production Netflix original series. Yeah. 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 Oh, that'd be pretty cool, but I don't think it'd be, should be a series. It'd be like, <laughs> have you ever seen the, those Mario series? That old Mario cartoon that was horrible. That's why somebody needs to step in and make a good Nintendo show. Like it, it, it's amazing that they can make a show like Fuller House that holds up in today's you know society, right? Uh, yeah. Like the, the 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 whole format of that show, no one does that anymore. Like even good good comedies that come out now, right? Mm-hmm. Like don't follow that kind of that 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 formula at all. And no. like even shows that do kind of follow that that formula, like like that formula like feels dated and doesn't work. Like a show like that is Big Bang Theory, and I'm gonna get so much hate on the internet for saying that I like Big Bang Theory. Oh, Big Bang Theory is great. I love Big Bang Theory. I know, me too. But the internet doesn't. And oh, well, everybody apparently people do because it's the number one rated comedy right now. I mean, somebody people, has to. People say it's fake nerd jokes. Yes, but it's still funny. Right, right. Who cares if it's fake nerd jokes? It's funny. Yeah, that's exactly my point. And it can't be. And somewhat true because they actually have like a physicist and stuff like writing down stuff. Yeah. It's. I just, I just want more things to just be made good that have bad track records. Like, I honestly think if Fuller House continues, it could be regarded as a better show mm-hmm. than Full House ever was. If they keep going. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think the first season alone, maybe not so much because really it's just a show based on nostalgia. Right. But if they can continue making a story that, that teaches better lessons than even than the original show did like family childhood lessons, it has potential to be one of the greatest things ever. And that's why like the legends of Zelda being like a game of Thrones, like real live action TV show on Netflix has so much potential. Do you know it'd be pretty cool? Do you know what show I always wanted them to bring back and make into like a movie? What? Talking about some nostalgia, Static Shock. Oh my God, Jeff! I make so many <laughs> Static Shock jokes a week. There, for some reason, there's just this absurd amount of static in this apartment. Yeah, like I think it's the couches, but whatever. But like, pretty much everything metal I touch like shocks me. And I'll just make static shock references. <laughs> and people are like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> God, static shock was so good. And even when it like went off the rails and they're like, man, we're going to make his nerd friend a sidekick. Right. Yeah. And give, him, and, and give him like rocket rollerblades and like the stupid, <laughs> stupid idea. I still think it worked. And you can't buy a static shock anywhere because trust me, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff. Um, so I forgot that, that there was a fan-made Darth Maul Apprentice fan film that's on UTubs right now that I'm going to watch. For <laughs> don't, go to, don't go to UTubs.com. I feel like that might not go well. <laughs> that, looks, that sounds pretty uh, – no, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, not no, UTubs. That sounds pretty uh, – uh, Let's just uh, make sure. I don't – I don't know what's at you, Jobs, and I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, it sounds bad, though. Like, there, there's there's so much potential for that to go properly, and then there's, like, this other part of me that goes, no, 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 no. No. No, no, no. Like, there could be something good there, or there could be something bad, and it could go either way. And I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> that's a personal preference on what you guys like, but don't go there. Unless you're over the age of 18 and you're really curious. Well, it's just a... Um, <laughs> oh, did you look? Yeah, it's a... Uh, don't go to it. It's like one of those things where you actually type in a search thing and it's like a bunch of virus stuff. Don't go to it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would have something to do with bathtubs. It's like if you go to Facebook.com and you actually type in like face... Like face... Facebook or face nook. It's going to be like some virus stuff. All right. Scary. So everybody should go watch that. We'll put a link in the video description or if you're watching this on iTunes or sorry, listening to it on iTunes, we'll put the link in the descriptions of those various sites as well as at dayspace.com. Is there anything else you want to say here, Jeff? I do the Marvel character of the week. We can do the Marvel character of the week. There's no actual time limit on podcasts. Okay. Let's do the Marvel character of the week. Did you film? So, is that the is that the Darth Maul fan fiction? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, great. Um, so I thinking about Static Shock. That's why it reminded me. There's, <laughs> a, uh, there's an X Men character called Surge. You know, not 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 affiliated with the energy drink, or or with Lieutenant Surge from Pokemon, just to just to put more Pokemon. <laughs> Although it is electricity related. All right. Uh, she appeared in New Mutants number eight. Her real name is Noriko Ashida. So obviously um, German. Okay. 
No, I'm just kidding. It's Japanese. <laughs> like I'm like I, I whatever you say, Jeff, I'm like I don't I didn't think that was German. She's a student at Xavier University. Okay. Uh, her special powers abilities absorbs electricity and transfor- transforms it into electrical bolt or bursts of speed, which is kind of like static shock. Yeah, kind of. Pretty much like it. So raised in Japan, Nori came to the U.S. after her parents kicked her out of their home after she displayed mutant powers. Way to go, Japan. Jesus. I got a question yeah. about static shock. Who owns Static Shock? You can look this up after we go through this. <laughs> uh, we'll figure that out. She joined the Xavier Institute, and Beast made her a pair of gauntlets with which she could control her powers, something she had only been able to do with drugs before. Drugs. Wow. Wow, this, oh, took, a dark, this took a dark it's, turn. <laughs> it's pretty dark. Taking the Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, crazy. All right. Taking the codename Surge from her favorite anime. I made that last part up. She just took the codename Surge. <laughs> I love these. Like, I'm just going to throw these random tidbits in and see if Dave says anything. Like, I'm like, Jeff, I have no idea who this is. Like, you could tell me whatever. I'd be like, All right. <laughs> You can just make up characters. You can be like, Pooh Man. Able to control his bowel movements. Right. Taking the Played by Stan Lee in multiple Marvel movies. <laughs> Taking the code name Surge, Nori became part of the New Mutants and struck up a relationship with Prodigy. Apparently another no-name person. I've never heard of it before. She remained with, with the X-Men on Utopia after her team disbanded. And after Cyclops was put into prison, she joined the Jean Grey School for Higher Learning. So that's it's not a funny one, but it's it was pretty cool. With if I was thinking about shock, static shock. There's a lot of electric based characters in the Marvel world. <laughs> Electro, Shocker, Surge, Electra, who's not really electric, but kind of. Isn't static shock a DC character? That that is my my big curiosity because I would assume that static shock is owned by Warner Brothers. Right, it which is would, by Warner Brothers, which would make it theoretically a DC character, which is kind of a shame because part of me wants to say like, I want the Incredibles, Static Shock, and but didn't, he, didn't he appear in like a uh, a DC uh, a Marvel crossover? I don't know where he was like really old. If he did, I want to see that because I don't remember that being a thing at all. And I love Static Shock. I think that was like... Static Shock and Teen Titans are like... If if Static Shock is a DC show, which I'm assuming it is, because I think it was on Cartoon Network right beside Teen Titans, right? It may be a Warner Brothers show, but Warner Brothers and DC are basically the same thing. So I would die for a Static Shock reboot. The same way that I kind of like that the Teen Titans is a show, even if I hate the animation style. Yeah. And and the plots of every single episode of the new series. But I'm still happy it's a thing. Because it's not too derailed from what Teen Titans is supposed to be. It's just, it's not for me. That's okay. Static Shock, yeah. Oh, he appears in Justice League Unlimited episode. Where he was like an adult older one. 
But isn't just Justice League Unlimited is the new Justice League show, right? It's, I mean, yeah. Like, I, like, oh, like, it came out in 2004 to 2006, so it's not new. When did Static Shock air? Uh, 90s. It's got to be 90s. It's got to be like 98. 2000 to 2004. And that's close enough. <laughs> we we were still doing extreme things like rocket jetpack rollerblades. All right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. In October 2014, it was announced that Warner Brothers would be launching a live action stack shock program as part of the company's new blue ribbon content content digital division. On May 24, 2015, uh, actor announced in an interview that Jaden Smith was cast as Static. Jaden Smith is Static. <laughs> oh wait, are you serious? Yeah, it's uh, one of the tidbits of Static Shock. I love that we 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 gone full circle on Will Smith on this show without meaning to. <laughs> I said I want fresher prints with, and you know that Jaden Smith would have showed up in that and look at what <laughs> Jaden Smith is playing Static Shock. And I didn't know it, and I love Static Shock. Oh my god, I'm so excited now! It might, it might be coming out. I mean, that was way back in May, so that was like almost a uh, year ago. Yeah, that's that's a, like a year ago in like two months. So the we're talking. The like, news I can find is in October. So we're talking like ten months ago at this point. Then that's concerning. But I mean, the last news was October. Usually, when things get confirmed, actors though. Like, normally that's, like, a sign that it's definitely going into works. Like, yeah, like, the reason we know nothing about a Zelda Netflix show is because they're still in so early production that that may not even ever exist. Yeah. It's just like like the fabled Kingdom Hearts 3 that should come out sometime soon. (laughs) Yeah. We know it exists. We just don't know how much, how, how real it exists. How real it is. I mean, I mean, Sony, Sony apparently licensed to make a Super Mario Brothers movie, right? And that's just based on email leaks from the Sony League, right? Mm-hmm. But really, all that could have happened there was a couple emails between, you know, Nintendo and... Oh, no, you don't want a Super Mario Brothers movie. Have you ever seen that Super Mario Brothers live-action movie? We're talking about, a, like, a, like, a Sony Pictures, like, 3D animated, like, pre-brain and whatever. Like kind of style, like Peanuts movie. Oh, that'd be I, I, weird. I think I think that's the only way a Mario movie will work. But whatever. Anyway, because we're way over, I think our allowed one hour podcast limit. Oh, really? How long is it? I have no idea. I don't okay. have a tie. I don't have a tire anymore. <laughs> okay, cool. It's been uh, it's been more than an hour. So. Yeah. Uh, Oh, bye, guys. See ya. Bye. <laughs> anyway, guys, if you want to support this show, go over to dayspace.com. That's D-A-C-E-S-P-A-C-E. You can follow Jeff at Jeffrey Daily on Twitter. You can follow the show at Character Crunch and me at Dayspace. If you guys want more dirty content considering talking about, like, the Nintendo Direct, check out the Nintendo Dads podcast, which I will be filling in for Justin Masson this week. And oh, man, that's exciting, dude. I love being on their show. It's like it's it's they they like see the smile come across when I hear their theme music, and like mm-hmm. that smile comes across my face when I just listen to their show. 
Like <laughs> the smile is huge, and I'm like, oh man, I finally get to talk about like just Nintendo stuff. Like this is this is it, and they're going to be talking about Pokemon, and it's going to be great. So, <laughs> and and good job, Marty from Reactor Radio last week. I just finished uh, the Retro Rewind and last week's episode today. You did a great job. Love Reactor Radio. I was supposed to get on there too, and at some point that should happen. But good job, Dave. I, they, he came on living room clutter, and 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 then um and then uh, why am I blanking? Came on our Star Wars special, Mikey. Mikey came on our Star Wars special. Yeah, yeah. But but I never went over there. <laughs> so, Mikey, Marty, we liked having you on our shows. I, <laughs> Justin, I can fill your shoes next week. Although I'm going to be the first guy to remember to say do it. We need a third guy to wear a Star Wars shirt on this episode. I know, right? Justin, we need somebody we need you to come fill in for, for me some at some point. Or fill in for our imaginary third chair. We had Greeny. Greeny came on. He's maybe wearing a Star Wars shirt. Can we get a chair like in the thing and call it Cherry? Like Jerry, but as a chair. And we just <laughs> talk to it imaginary. I just cut to it randomly. Is right, Cherry? Right. Okay. <laughs> we'll just we'll just put it like like I'll put it another computer right over here, right? With like yeah. the webcam pointing at a chair. And you're popular today. Greedy, greedy, stop calling me. <laughs> 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 anyway, guys, enjoy Character Crunch episode 92, brought to you in part by DateSpace.com. Write us reviews on iTunes. Bye, guys. And YouTubes.com. No, no don't, don't, don't go to YouTubes. <laughs> <laughs>